0: Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Amen. God's word that we'll consider on this ministry focus Sunday is recorded for us in Luke chapter 10, which was read by Pastor Wardell from the lectern. And so we pray. O Lord, whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. Restore us, O Lord God Almighty. Make your face shine on us that we may be saved. Amen. In the name of the word of life, Jesus Christ, dear fellow recipients and disciples of our Savior's word, Julie Andrews sang uh, raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things, right? And maybe you agree with Julie Andrews' character in the sound of music, and you kind of like cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels, doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles. Now, whether it's those or something else, we all have them. We all have our favorite things, those things that make us feel safe and content in life, those things just plain make us feel good. So what are your favorite things? I won't make it rhyme, uh, but maybe for you it's... Uh, a chance to get away to the family cottage once in a while. Or maybe it's a little simpler, just a chance to sleep in once in a while. Uh, the kids, uh, maybe it's your extracurricular activities, the sports, if your parents, maybe it's watching those. Or, or you might be outdoors people, you like hunting and fishing and boating, and sadly it's coming soon, snowmobiling, skiing. Maybe for you, it's, it's just sitting in front of the TV with a warm cup of cocoa or a date with your spouse. Or there are a lot of people who just like, they like doing things, they like helping people. Maybe you like to be very hospitable, right? The host with the most. And those are all really good things. They really are. And of course, each one of us would say that, well, Jesus is number one in our lives, so he is our favorite thing. You know, I think Martha would agree. She loved her Savior. And when she heard he was coming over, I'll bet that she ran home and started to clean the house and, and, and started the, the bread and, and, and got the, the soup prepared and made sure the dinnerware was clean. She loved her Savior so much that she just wanted everything to be perfect. And she wanted the house to be just right. She wanted the, the food to be just right. She wanted the company to be just right. Do you really think Martha didn't want to sit down at Jesus' feet and listen to him? Well, I think She did. But, 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 there was so much to be done first. In in fact, she got so flustered and frustrated that she actually kind of, did you notice this, scolded Jesus? Lord, don't you even care? Don't you care that I'm doing all the work and my sister, she's just sitting there, tell Mary to help me. (laughs) The Bible says that she was distracted. Literally, the word is that their heart was divided. She wanted to sit with Jesus and, and listen to him, but she wanted to make sure all the other dishes were prepared first. What Martha had a hard time seeing was that there was only one dish needed, and that dish was Jesus. You know, when we read this account, I know I'm, I'm guilty of it, I think there's a misconception that we bring to this account. I, I think we're a little bit too hard sometimes on Martha. Martha. You know, as though it's somehow a sin for Martha to want a clean house for her Savior. Or or somehow a sin for Martha to want a, a good meal prepared for Jesus. No, the truth is that these are wonderful acts of love on Martha's part for her Savior who loved her. Dinner was not the problem. The problem for Martha came in thinking anything was more important than sitting at Jesus' feet. The sin for Martha came in failing to recognize that one thing needful and then prioritizing it above everything else. There's a story uh, told about a man who went to his first Super Bowl. He's a diehard football fan. And so he found his seat. He sat down, noticed the seat next to him was empty. So he actually commented on it to the lady across from him. And, and she said, well, that was my husband's, but he died. And the man said, I am so sorry to hear that. Um, he kind of thought for a minute, he said, but even so, I'm, I'm shocked that, that like a friend or a family member didn't jump at the opportunity to come to a Super Bowl. Beats me, she said. They all insisted on going to the funeral. I'll let that sink in for just a second. <laughs> Maybe not too far-fetched in some parts of the state, but, um, but I think it illustrates the point, right? The problem is not with what we do so often, it's what we leave undone. I mean, if I took a poll of everybody here this morning and, and I asked, um, is reading God's Word a good thing? Because that's really the equivalent of sitting at Jesus' feet, right? To, to read God's word. Is it a good thing? I'll bet that I would get, you know, you've got the, the strongly disagree, disagree, neutral, agree, strongly agree. I'm guessing everybody's going to strongly agree, right? Emphatic yes. I mean, no Christian would ever complain about reading God's word or say, oh, I have to read God's word. I mean, that would be like a person saying, oh, I have to breathe. Or a fish, if they could say it, say, oh, I have to swim. No, of course, every Christian would say reading God's word is a good thing but do our lives show that it's better than the other good things in our lives in other words that this is our favorite thing you see the point? The problem is not with those wonderful things that we listed before, like like um, outdoor activities or, or watching the kids play sports or a chance to get away to the family cottage or being hospitable or even the awesome service that so many of you provide to the church here. That's wonderful if these are some of your favorite things. That's not the problem. The problem comes in when we can't crowd out those things in our lives that threaten to rob us of God's Word, Um, the, the sin for us comes in misprioritizing Jesus and his word in our lives, which then gets played out into every aspect of our life. The sin for us is when we get worried and upset about many other things, and we neglect to recognize that one thing needful like Mary did. Do you remember what Jesus said about her? He said what's given her there will never be taken away from her. Do we sometimes get so caught up in chasing after the temporal that our hearts get divided like Martha and we lose out on some of the eternal comfort Jesus wants us to have, I think if we're all being honest, we'd all have to say yes at times. But there's something to notice as you read this account, something to notice about Mary. When you read it, you notice she is silent. She's totally calm. But when you read what's spoken about her actions, her actions speak volumes. Listen to what this says. Martha had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. Martha, Martha, only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Someone once said this. They said, faith is the highest worship. The posture in which which one receives Jesus' greatest service and gifts is not the busyness of human doing, but the stillness of listening to the words of Jesus. And that's precisely what Mary chose to do. She chose what was better, and she had a peace that Martha did not have. Not at that moment, anyway. You know, this is a a really short account. Um, Have you ever wondered what Jesus was saying to Mary to fill her with such peace? What thoughts were going through her head from her Savior's mouth? You You know, maybe Jesus was saying, Mary, don't let your heart be troubled. Trust God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. I'm I'm going to prepare one just for you. Mary, don't worry about anything. But seek first my kingdom, and I guarantee everything you need will be given to you. Mary, I know that you love me. But I hope you know that I love you even more. You know I've told you I need to go to Jerusalem. There I'll be treated like a criminal. I'll be beaten and mocked there. There I'll be murdered. But Mary, this is why I came. I came so that you and your sister Martha and your brother Lazarus might have life in my name. I came so that your life that's so full of trouble and hardship might be a distant memory when you stand with me at my Father's side in heaven. Is it any wonder that Mary sat with rapt attention at Jesus' feet? How could this not be what she chose to do? How could this not be her favorite thing? I mean, imagine this. Imagine if Jesus, were are speaking those things to you and to no one else at the moment. What would that be like? Well, the cool thing is he does, right? In fact, it's one of his favorite things to do, to speak to you, his child, through his word. When I was a, a parish pastor uh, just up the road uh, from here, I felt like, and I still feel like, I had one of the greatest, it's weird to call it a job, like one of the greatest jobs in the world, I. Uh, calling vocation ministry um i got to stand in front of god's people that he bought with his own blood and say as though from god himself and truly it is from god himself your sins are forgiven jesus loves you Uh, jesus came to die for you and jesus is coming again to take you home guaranteed i got to to hear hear the 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 or, or see the, the relief, the joy in a new Christian's face in Bi- Bible information class when it would suddenly dawn on them th- the freedom that we have from guilt because of what Jesus has done, sometimes with tears in their eyes. I'll never forget those. I got to hear the excitement in their voice uh, when they would talk about how living for Jesus and, and sitting at his feet in his word has changed their life forever. I got to sit at the bedside of so many lifelong Christians, lifelong disciples of Jesus, who would say from their deathbed yes even from their deathbed and especially from their deathbed i know that my redeemer lives the lord is my shepherd i shall not be in want surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever i got to see miracles every every week every worship service every bible class When I realized that every person walking through those doors is a miracle of God because God worked the miracle of faith in their heart so that they chose what was better like Mary, so that they made Jesus a priority. And now that I'm a professor at MLC, I still feel privileged. I feel privileged because I I get to encourage the next generation of called workers, of pastors, teachers, staff, ministers, and I get to, and I'm not saying this just because I'm a professor there, I get to see truly, I'm blown away every day, the incredible gifts that God is giving to his church in the coming years. I get to hear their stories about how a family member or a fellow church member like you spoke a simple word of encouragement, and that's why they're at MLC. And maybe maybe those stories I hear will be about you. Who do you know that has those gifts to 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 make a lifetime out of sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to him and then and then sharing that with others. These are my privileges. These are my favorite things, and no one and nothing can take them away from me. And what's neat is they're Jesus' favorite things too. So be merry. When you're prioritizing your schedule, make time to sit down at Jesus' feet with your fellow Christians. Encourage your family to come. Encourage your friends to come. For the sake of the souls entrusted to your care, encourage your kids to come. And of course, most importantly, you come. Sit at Jesus' feet and learn from him. Julie Andrews finished her song by saying, when the dog bites, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my favorite things and then I don't feel so bad. Well, when you're worried and upset about many things in life, When your heart is divided and your attention distracted, simply remember your favorite thing, to sit at your Savior's feet in his word, and then you won't feel so bad. May God bless you, your time in the word, and your time with God's people in worship, because what's given you there will never be taken away. Amen. Please stand.